Hey, what's up, Improvement Warrior? Jason Yun, back with you once again. Welcome to Improvement Warrior Podcast, episode number 11. This one is comes as a direct result of a conversation I had on Facebook and relating to obesity and fatness and all that stuff. So I'll read the comment and my comment, my response, and my reaction, and then also another post that I recently did on a teenager um, that got a lot of reaction and has basically just went viral all over because of what the mom said about this child. But before we get into that, things that I have been up to lately that have been a real change is I have started taking magnesium once again. And pretty much instantaneously, I noticed a difference in my sleep and uh, my poop. So a lot better poops and a lot better sleep. And so right now I've been taking it probably five days, but again, I noticed it first night, first day. So I'm taking, um, it's from Thorn, and it's a combination of, I believe, citrate and malate magnesium. I'll post a link in the show notes. Show notes will be at improvementwarriorfitness.com slash IYP11. And so that's the big major thing going on in my life. The other thing is my son started going to uh, daycare daycare school. I put that in air quotes. So it's basically just a daycare. So he's 20, he's almost two and a half. Next month he'll be two and a half. I'm not happy about that especially because the the school is it's right next to a cell tower and obviously blue lights are on all day and um wi-fi is on all day and yeah all that bad stuff so not happy about that had some uh separation anxiety he only goes tuesday wednesday thursday but i had some last week was the first week and separation anxiety all that stuff. He's home today, sick, so he's taking his nap now. But yeah, not happy about that. But other things engaged in. Mm, is it? I mean, it's the middle middle of September right now, and still awesome sun. I think eighty five was supposed to be the uh, the high for today. But still getting my son. Still doing everything like I should, but always trying to improve, always trying to get better. Still reading the Brendan Bouchard book. I did start a new Audible book. Uh, it's called 4,000 Weeks. And basically, I don't know if I discussed this or not already, but whatever, we'll discuss it again. 4,000 Weeks, it's basically that's how many weeks you get if, you're eight, if you live to 80 years old. And basically, it, it's anti-time management kind of thing so it's like regardless of what you do you're always going to have more things to do unless you just sit on your ass and do absolutely nothing but the more uh, high achiever you are the more you want to accomplish then things are just going to keep adding 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 and you've got to basically 
hone in on what you want to accomplish and get rid of the other shiny little objects. So that's been my problem in the in the past. So I created a list of five to five things I want to work on. The podcast is one of them. The webinars is another. I'm currently recording the the breath webinar, the 14th pillar, which I actually put at number two for uh, your health. So circadian biology, then breath. And yeah, so it's, it's that important. Oxygen and carbon dioxide. So some would say carbon dioxide is actually more important than oxygen, but uh, <laughs> watch the webinar and you can decide for yourself. But otherwise, let's get in to this podcast. Again, uh, our sponsors will be at the end of the show. If you are watching or listening, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, leave a review on Apple Podcasts so people can find us easier. Support the show on Patreon and also PayPal support will be up as well. All the resources mentioned in this show will be at the show notes on the blog, improvementwarriorfitness.com slash IWP11. So let's go. Let's get into this comment. Um, I forget what she, the picture or the post that I was actually, that she was actually commenting on. Uh, this was a person that I basically went to school with. I started in Edison, the Grandview area and the third grade. So I've known her since the third grade, um, just to give you a little context about this. Not going to give you the name or anything, not going to post the comments, so we'll leave it anonymous for now. She says, she has two comments here. You are sounding very angry and judgmental these days. Speaking as an overweight person, I would never feel comfortable seeking your guidance or support because of these borderline mean comments. I'm sure I speak for others as well. Please don't reply or comment unless you want to write an apology or explanation. I just take I just take any more hate on my Facebook feed. I just can't take any more hate on my Facebook feed. She also adds, and I understand this is your platform to speak your opinions, but your business is to help people. If you like, I'm fine with unfollowing you, but out of respect, I wanted you to know why. My response was, I'm not issuing an apology. It is absolutely true that if you are fat or have any disease, then you have crappy mitochondria. And if not fixed, then the progression of disease will continue and will cut 10 to 50 years off a life depending on what you have. I just remembered what the post was about. It was about we were getting a new refrigerator and the fridge repairman came over. He saw me standing outside in my kaniki. He told me it's too hot to be outside. And I said, it's never too hot to be outside. And then he says, I, I beg to differ. And then in my head, I didn't say to him, I said, that's your sucky ass mitochondria speaking. So that was what the post was about. So um, I continue on here. I have worked with so many people with this attitude and I'm done with it. 
Easily offended is easily manipulated. I work with people who are absolutely ready to change. If my posts offend you, maybe it is time to look at why. I'm sure a lot of people just want me to go back and just talk about fitness and nutrition, but I would be flat out lying to them if they think that's going to get them to health. When I first heard this truth, I was deeply offended because that was how I, was, I based my entire life and how I coached clients. But as I learned in research, I realized I was living a lie and telling people lies. I am a truth seeker, and the truth is not something most people want to hear. If you are fat, you are fat for a reason. You can deny it, but the truth is always the truth, even if no one believes it, and a lie is always a lie, even if everyone believes it. Okay? So she may be right is that I am speaking more of my truth and I am not hiding it. I am not ashamed of coming out because before I was ashamed. I tried to edit my, my videos down, especially when I was getting angry about a topic. I would not say fuck, shit, bitch, motherfucker, and all that bullshit. And I would, okay, that's me, okay? That's how I talk. That's how I talk in real life, okay? But I'm becoming more of myself. I'm letting myself out. And if people don't like it, fuck you, okay? Now, maybe that's, it probably has something to do with the reason that I've listened to David Goggins in the past four, four times, his book in the past, or four times in the past six months. That might be a reason, Okay? Jack Cruz might also be a reason because he doesn't put up with bullshit. Okay? He cuts the shit. Okay? He doesn't, doesn't let you get away with it. I mean, if, you're, if he can tell that you're low dopamine, he'll tell you you're low dopamine, which basically means you have brain damage. You have inflammation of the brain. You can't think straight. And that's the problem with any disease. You can't think straight. You have low dopamine. Okay? You have inflammation of the brain. All right? That needs to be fixed. Okay, you've, I mean, she's talking about, I would never seek your, feel comfortable seeking your guidance. Okay, I've been in business since 2007. 2007. All right, you have been fat for, I mean, I got there in the third, third grade. All right, third grade, that's 35 years. We'll just call it 35 years. 35 fucking years you've been fat. And let's call it what it is. Fat is fat. Fat isn't, oh, I'm a little overweight. Oh, I'm a beast. Oh, my BMI is high. Oh, I'm a little fluffy. You're fucking fat. Call yourself what you are and then attack what you are. If you don't like it, change it. It's, it's that simple. You attack what you don't like. Okay? But what most people will do is they'll... It's made acceptable to be fat. Okay? Everything around us is to make us fat, weak, stupid, and just take us down and just make us... Uh, just make us into little bitches, basically. Okay, so we can be manipulated by the people, by the big tech, big government, big insurance, big pharma, big food, all these things that are trying to take us down. Okay, you have to admit what you are. And if you don't like certain areas of what you are, certain areas of your life, then you have to be the one to change it. Okay, nobody gets fat for no reason. Well, that's wrong. 
okay? Because now we have these shitty parents who are basically turning kids into fat pieces of shit, okay? It's, I mean, they're toxic parents. You've got, they're using Wi-Fi. They think it's okay to talk on their phone with their heads. Um, and then they have babysitters as iPads. They use the iPads as babysitters, okay? And there's no reason, no wonder 50 to 60% of kids are fat now, okay? Because we have sick parents giving birth to sick children, okay? And so when you're born, you're supposed to have a heteroplasmy rate that's virtually zero, okay? Heteroplasmy rate, as it goes up and up and up through the decades, it's supposed to get higher. So once you're at 70, 80%, you're pretty much on your way out, okay? But the thing with the heteroplasmy rate is we can stop it. We can stop the progression. We can actually lower it if we start choosing to live correctly and live the right way, okay? But the problem is we're having these parents give birth to these kids. So we're having a sick parent mate with a sick parent, okay? It's like basic math. Does sick plus sick equals healthy? No. Sick plus sick equals unhealthy. Sick plus healthy equals unhealthy. Okay? Especially if it's on the mom's side, because the mom is the one delivering the mitochondria to the offspring. In some cases, they have found that the dad does deliver some mitochondria, but that's very rare. Uh, there was a, I just had this discussion on Facebook, so I'll post a link to it. Um, but it, it doesn't happen all the time. Uh, it happens very rarely where the dad will give the mitochondria, okay? But the mother is supposed to be is more mitochondrial sensitive. That's why you guys, like females, go through menopause, okay? So any kind of sickness that pops up in you, it's basically telling you your environment sucks. We need to fix your environment. We need to fix it now. Otherwise, you're gonna continue, we're going to continue giving these signs and symptoms that these diseases are here, okay? And then eventually, if you don't, pay attention to them and change, you're going to get a disease or diseases. And depending on where you're getting it, what organ is going to fail, okay, you could take off 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years of your life. Okay? And it's possible cancer could just take you out like that. All right? But if you are fat, okay, that's a problem with leptin. It's a big problem with leptin. Leptin's the master hormone. That needs to be fixed. That needs to be fixed first and foremost. So I have the three leptin webinars. Leptin's part one and two. One, I basically just go into leptin, what it is, what it controls, um, all that stuff. What leptin resistance is, why it's so bad, how leptin causes diabetes, how leptin causes you to be fat, and how leptin basically erodes the brain, okay? Leptin's supposed to go in the brain at night when we're asleep after four hours of darkness. Melatonin's also supposed to go in, okay? But leptin, uh, melatonin follows leptin, okay? If melatonin can't hear leptin signal, melatonin doesn't do what it needs to do, okay? Then your process of sleep gets destroyed, okay? You can't lower your body temperature to release the melatonin. You can't uh, recover via autophagy and mitophagy. Okay, so you're using the same proteins over and over again, over and over again, over and over again. Okay, and it's just, just a continual pattern. 
So if your sleep sucks, you know that your health sucks and it's going to continue to get suckier. And whatever disease you have is going to get suckier. You're going to become fatter and fatter and fatter. Your, your diabetes is going to get worse and worse and worse. Okay? We have to pay attention to this stuff and we have to turn it around. Okay? It is on you. It is only on you. Okay? Now, you can hire other people who know what they're doing to fix it, but if you don't want to change, so like this, you've been fat for 35 years, okay? I am not the only fucking trainer in Columbus, Ohio. 2007, I've been in, in business, so I guarantee you there's been at least 1,000 other personal trainers in the area. Why the fuck didn't you go to them? Okay? Why the fuck didn't you do that? Okay? Because it's a personal choice to stay fat. Okay? Oh, I tried this diet. I tried that diet. I tried this and this. I did the exercise program. Exercise P90X. I did this. I did that. Okay? Well, you keep going. You don't stop. Okay? This is your life. And if you don't want to be fat, then you do something about it. You don't sit on your ass and bitch and moan and complain that other people are becoming a person they're more comfortable with, a person they want to become, a person who tells the truth, a person who doesn't hide behind fucking bullshit. Okay? Do I know everything? No, I don't know everything. Okay? I'm on a journey just like you. I used to eat six meals a day. I used to be fucking fat. I used to be pre-diabetic. Okay? I used to have depression. I used to have anxiety. I used to have thoughts of suicide weekly. I used to have recurring nightmares that a fucking snake was in my fucking bed. Okay? But what did I do? I eliminated all that stuff. Got over my own depression. Okay? I herniated my disc in 2004. Herniated disc sciatica. Lived with it for three years. Okay? Just pushed through the pain. Pushed through the pain. Okay? Today, I wouldn't... I, I fixed it on my own. I had to stop working out. I fixed it, okay? I would have done that a lot. If it would happen today, I would do it a lot sooner, okay? Because I would do every, whatever it takes, whatever it takes to fix myself. If I don't like certain pain, I mobilize, okay? If I don't like certain whatever, okay? Fix it. Look in the mirror. What do you want to fix, okay? Focus on health. That's the number one thing that's going to drive you forward. The number one thing. Okay, doesn't matter how much money you have because if you are rich beyond whatever, okay, rich beyond your wildest dreams, okay, and you're not focusing on your health, you will eventually have to focus on your health and you're going to spend all your money trying to get it back, okay? But if you are stuck in the mindset of the conventional wisdom, the conventional doctors, the conventional big pharma, they are going to pull you in and they are going to basically create a customer, create a drug addict for the rest of your life. And that's not what we want to do. Okay? We don't want to do the weight loss incorrectly. We want to do it correctly because we want to not be able to go on a, a fucking diet and lose weight and then gain it right back. That's not what we want to do. Okay? We want to have... 
we want to live with nature. So we want to have the body that nature wants us to have. So that means through up until we're supposed to be the fattest in uh, mid-fall to late-fall, okay? Because we're preparing for the winter, all right? So what happens in mid-fall, late-fall? The sun is getting weaker, and it gets weaker every single day until that dreaded, stupid-ass uh, time change, okay? But what's still available? Carbohydrates are still available, okay? Apples, watermelons, potatoes, tomatoes, squashes, okay? Carbohydrates, they're loaded with energy and information. Remember, you're not only getting sun from the sun when you're standing in the sun, you eat the sun, okay? When you eat an apple, you're eating the sun of where it grew, okay? That's why I say eat local, eat as local as possible, eat as seasonal as possible. So right now is my favorite time of the year. Watermelon, apples, my two favorite fruits. Used to be strawberries, but now it's these, okay? Because I know I only have two months, two, two and a half, three months tops to eat these foods. Then they're gone for nine more months, okay? But most people don't have that attitude, okay? You've got to change your mental attitude. That's the most important thing with being fat, with any disease. Change your mental attitude, okay? So most people have the attitude, oh, it's, I feel like a banana. It's January. I'm going to go to the grocery store. Just because you can buy it in a grocery store doesn't mean you should, okay? That's one of the reasons you're becoming fat and you're making yourself fat, okay? Your environment speaks to you. If your environment sucks, if you've been fat for 35 years, if you've been fat for your entire life, your environment sucks, and you're the one creating the environment, okay? You put yourself in the environment, okay? You're the one walking around with the phone in your pocket, not on airplane mode. You're the one walking on it, talking on your cell phone. You're the one walking around with fucking sunglasses, okay? Contacts, eyeglasses, okay? You're the one who never gets your private parts in the sun. You're the one who stays under indoors, under blue light. You're the one who keeps the Wi-Fi on. You're the one who eats the shit with all that stuff that I just mentioned. The Wi-Fi, the electro-pollution. Okay? You're the one who still eats the shit, eats the pizza, eats the Pop-Tarts, eats the Honey Nut Cheerios, eats whatever. Okay? And you don't take a break from it. You eat it every single day. Okay? Now, if that's you, then that's a problem, okay? We have to notice our habits, and we need to change them, all right? So if our habits are eating shit and doing that stuff over and over and over and over again, then we need to stop, okay? Cold turkey, if we're smoking cigarettes, why, are you, why the fuck are you smoking cigarettes? Hey, everybody knows that they're bad, okay? Why are you doing these things that you know are going to cause you? Okay? Because you've been programmed. And you're continuing to program yourself the longer you go. The longer you go with these bad habits, then you're going to reach a point where either disease is going to take you out, okay? or that disease, I always say that most diseases, Dr. Cruz says all diseases are reversible. Okay? But, however, most people are not curable because of their mind. Okay? They have a mind disease. And that's what happens when your leptin receptors go bad. That's what happens when you get fat. That's what happens when you get an autoimmune disease. 
Okay, that's what happens when you have sleep issues. You can't think because you're using the same proteins. The my mitochondria is not being recycled via mitophagy. All this stuff, okay, we have to take note. We have to notice what we're doing and change what we're doing. Everything doesn't need to change like that in the snap of a finger. Everything has to happen one day, one step at a time. Okay, it's like climbing a mountain. You're not going to, you cannot climb Mount Everest in a day or two days. You actually have to go to the the base camp, get acclimated to the base camp, and there, altitude. Then you climb up. Then you climb back down. Then you climb back up. Acclimize, and it's up and down, up and down, up and down. Okay, so you're acclimized. If somebody would take you and put you in a helicopter, fly you to the top of Mount Everest, you would most likely die from lack of oxygen because your body isn't acclimated. Okay? Your mind isn't acclimated. So if you've been fat all your life, your mind is acclimated to that of a fat person. And that's not what we want. That's not what we want. Okay? So if you have the mind of a fat person, you're going to do things that are unhealthy rather than healthy. Okay? So focus on one habit at a time. Focus on putting one good habit in, taking one bad out. And then we move. Move. Okay? And then keep doing it. Keep focusing on those habits until you get them. Okay? Don't add another one in or don't take another one out until you get those, until you master those. Okay? This is not rocket science. Okay? But however, when you are... Well, when you're low dopamine, it's hard to accept the fact that you have a problem. It's hard to, it's hard to change. It's very hard to change. But if you don't want to be fat, if you don't want to have a disease, you need to recognize that the most damning things to you are your technology and the fucking lights over your fucking head. Okay? Those are the things that are destroying your brain. Those are the things that are lowering your dopamine, destroying your melatonin, destroying your sleep, not being not allowing you to recover so you stay in this pathetic state of misery. And you repeat the same days over and over again, hoping that, oh, maybe if I do this, today, but I don't do it tomorrow. I don't stay consistent with it. Then maybe I'll change. That's pure insanity. Pure insanity. Bar none. So what are we going to do? The leptin reset. If you're, you're fat, you have to focus on your leptin. That's the bottom line. Um, so webinars one and two is free. Part three is paid. They're all part of Improvement Warrior University. So check them out. Links will be in the show notes or you can go to improvementwarriorfitness.com slash leptin. Yeah, that's what you, you've got to focus on. You've got to change. But more importantly, you have to change your EMF environment and your blue light environment. 
Blue Light Webinar, one and two, both free. EMF, part one, free. Check it out. I will have links to um, other things that I've done on Blue Light and other things that I've done on technology. But, I mean, I'm here outside. My screen is completely red. I have iris on it, and it stays down at the lowest setting. Okay? If I have to put it up, if I'm inside, I still have iris on the lowest setting, but I wear blue blockers. Okay? Um, so, with fat, okay, the most important things that you need to do. I'll give you the leptin reset here in uh, basically a minute or two. So, when you're fat, to reverse it. Number one thing, sunrise, rest of your life. Consistency, do it, okay? Now, if you're at work, or you're driving to work, hey, talk to your boss, change your work schedule. It's that simple. If you won't change your work schedule, then find a new job. It's that simple, okay? Or stay fat. It's that simple. It's like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do with your life? Do you want to lose 10 to 20, 30, 40, 50 years? Die of a heart attack, die of cancer, die of diabetes, die of Alzheimer's? Okay. Or do you want to fix it? Okay. Sunrise. Within 30 minutes of seeing the sunrise, you eat the bab, the big-ass breakfast. Okay. It's going to be high protein because we want to set the protein to the light. So, okay. so the leptin receptor gets that signal. Okay. Um, it's going to be high protein, uh, 50 to 75 to up to 100 grams. Fat should be the same. The fatter you are, the less carbohydrates you have in that meal. But you're also going to have that carbohydrate depending on when the season is. Okay. And, uh, well, I mean, if you are, if you're fat, if you're overweight, then the carbohydrate, you should be doing uh, basically a ketogenic, a high protein ketogenic diet type thing. Okay. And yeah, from there, and then you eat three, you eat no more than three meals per day. Your last meal is minimum of four hours before bed. And your last meal has to be eaten before it gets dark. Okay. So when you eat is more important than what you eat. Okay. So if you eat one meal a day and you eat pizza, um, say at 12 o'clock PM, okay. Or you eat a big ass salad at 10 30 PM and you go to bed at 10 45 PM. Okay. It's better to eat that pizza. All right. Because when you eat that late, it doesn't matter what you eat. Okay. It's going to mess up your leptin receptors. Leptin goes into the brain, um, somewhere between 12 and 2 AM and, and it's going in to get the energy status of the body. And if you just ate a meal, all the processes get shut down to go to digestion because digestion takes a lot of processes. A lot of them get turned down a lot. Some of them get turned off completely. Okay. So that's why we don't want to eat that late because it's destroying our leptin, which is going to destroy the other hormones. Remember, leptin is the master hormone. Okay. So do that. And then you need DHA. You need seafood. You need seafood to collect the electrons. Um, and the DHA goes, can, is, will turn the light into an electric signal to go down to your mitochondria. And then the mitochondria will turn that back into the electric signal to come back out. And basically, that's how you're able to sense the environment. Now, if you have a bunch of electronics around, 
Wi-Fi on, blue light on, and you're not protected, then that's going to cause calcium efflux. That's going to cause a bunch of whole shitload of shit to go down inside your body that you don't want. Okay. Then inflammation occurs. Then if you, it continues and continues, okay, you have bone loss, osteopenia, osteoporosis. Then you have just cell chaos. The cells can't signal each other. The mitochondria go haywire. Once the mitochondria break down, there's, I mean, disease is going to come. And you can't fix mitochondria. You cannot fix bad mitochondria via food or exercise. Okay? Um, when you are working, uh, when you're doing the leptin reset, reset, it should be six weeks minimum. And workouts should be at a minimum. Okay? More than likely, not even working out. Okay? Walking. Walking. Walking lots and walking outside. Not going into a blue lit gym, a Wi-Fi gym, and walking on a treadmill. All right? If you're doing something that stupid, because that is fucking stupid, going to a fucking gym and just getting on a fucking treadmill and walking on that fucking treadmill in that gym is fucking stupid. You can walk anywhere in the world outside. It is never too cold. It's never too hot. Get the fuck outside. Okay? So that's part of the mindset we have to change. A lot of people will, will say, hey, I'm going to the gym. I'm making myself healthy. No, you're fucking not. Not if you're going to a gym, you're not wearing blue blockers, okay? You still got the Wi-Fi on, so it's destroying your mitochondria, okay? Start working out at home. Come to my gym in New Albany, okay? Join LBN online, strength and fitness workouts. But turn the lights off, turn your Wi-Fi off, open the windows, or do the workouts outside, okay? Very simple. All you need is bands, okay? You buy one set of bands, 150 bucks, Okay, you have all the bands in the world. The bands can go up to 450 pounds. All right? Where am I? Yeah. But if you have questions on the left and reset, let me know. But, I mean, watch the, the two webinars that I have. It will go over more in-depth and more things, what you can expect, why you can expect them, and all that stuff. Is the ketogenic diet a fad? Well, that depends on who you talk to. For me, it definitely is not. Keto is a lifestyle. It should be incorporated seasonally, but not until after you have reversed your leptin and insulin resistance, which if you are doing everything right in terms of your light, electropollution, cold exposure, food and exercise, should take no longer than 18 months for any starting weight. My 47-day ketogenic diet challenge will teach you the basics and beyond for getting started and continuing on with a ketogenic and low-carb lifestyle. It comes with an introductory keto webinar, 104-page ebook, recipe book, replacement food guide, dining out guide, energy into my entry into my private Facebook group, and an introductory leptin webinar. Because not all people will be starting with a ketogenic type eating style. Check it out at improvementwarriorfitness.com slash keto challenge. Use discount code podcast for 10% off. That I was going to go over this girl here. I'll post this picture in 
the show notes as well. Um, I might, I'll, I'll just share this here. Uh, yeah. Let me share. Okay. Here we go. So I posted this, uh, I think last week. And as you can see, uh, if you're just listening, so it's, it says her name, Abby, and then her last name. Abby was a healthy 16-year-old. The Titusville teen took virtual school classes and wore a face mask when she left the house. She didn't have pre-existing conditions, and she didn't go out often. Now, if you look at the picture, you can obviously see this is a fat teen. Okay? And yes, I called her fat. Okay? Oh, shame on me, but that's what it is. Okay? If you're fat, admit you're fat. If your kid is fat, admit she is fat. And admit you, as the parent, are responsible for that. Okay? Now, at the bottom, it says, courtesy of Stephanie, uh, I assume is her mom, same last name. Uh, Abby is 16 and is fighting COVID, or COVID pneumonia in both lungs at Orlando Health Arnold Palmer Hospital for the Children's I ICU. Now, she's the picture, she's on a ventilator. And she's got a death grip on her iPad. Okay. I challenge any of you to go in there and try to take that off without physical force. All right. So what I said about it was no and no. This is not a healthy 16-year-old. This is a fat 16-year-old. She didn't have any preconditions. WTF. What the fuck? A fat child is a fat child. A fat person is a fat person. Age doesn't discriminate when you live a life that earns you a disease. Obesity isn't genetic. Unhealthy lifestyles can be passed down. Parents, it's up to you to start the change. If you need help, ask. I have adult and kids programs. If your kid has put on 20 pounds since this whole co-bead thing has started that makes them overweight or obese that means they are fat deny facts and truths just makes things worse and worse obesity can lead to so many other diseases the answer is always fix it now instead of hopefully she'll re hey. send me messages all right uh, obesity can lead to so many other diseases. The answer is always fix it now. Instead of hopefully she'll reach a point where she gets tired of being tired. Usually that point never comes because her brain is destroyed from all the blue light, non-native EMF, prescription jugs, fluoridated water, in the processed food, and the actual water she drinks. The processed food she does eat, indoor lifestyle, the other unhealthy people she hangs around with. I can only imagine what her mom looks like if she thinks this is a healthy child. It is time to stop bullshitting yourself. If you are unhealthy, fix it now. If your child is unhealthy, fix you. Then, and while you are fixing you, fix them. Okay? I don't think that needs any other explanation. We need to stop cradling our children. Okay? They... Kids are not as tough as when I grew up, and that's obvious and apparent. The Children's Health Defense, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., says 54% of kids nowadays have a chronic 
disease. Okay, 54%, that's more than half. And I guarantee you a lot of them are undiagnosed with diseases, okay? Um, the video game post I posted was of a, I believe a 12, I believe he was 12 years old going on to 13 and he killed himself, okay? So I'm sure a lot of these young kids, 10, even eight-year-olds, 11-year-olds, 12-year-olds, 15-year-olds, okay, I'm sure they're not going to, they may look perfectly healthy, but they may have fucked up brains. They may be really, really depressed. They may be really, really anxious. And the behaviors they're engaging in, um, staying up all night, looking at their phones, wearing AirPods eight hours a day, playing video games, watching TV, okay, doing all this stuff that is going to cause diseases. Remember, the number one cause of diseases is not food and lack of exercise. It is the electropollution. Blue light is electropollution. Okay? We need to monitor this stuff and we need to change this stuff. If I mean, that's more important than anything. Okay? So you got sunrise, most important thing for your circadian biology. But if you don't take care of your inside environment, okay, then nothing's going to change. Okay? If you don't take care of that stupid bitch, Alexa, okay, she needs to go. She needs to be suplexed out of that house. She needs to be kicked out of the house. Okay? You, most parents need to learn about cell phone technology. The Smarter Tech podcast with uh, Nick Pinnell and his book, The Non-Tinfoil Guide to EMF. Highly recommend both of those. I uh, listen to his podcast all the time. On it, he just had um, a new technology is being developed where it's basically over-the-air charging, where it's basically you walk around and your phone is being charged by the, the signals coming to it. Low dopamine people say, oh my God, that's amazing. Okay? People that can actually think, think that's fucking retarded. Oh, that's not politically correct to say that word. Well, it's the only word that fits. Okay? When you understand what it does with the calcium efflux, what it does to your mitochondria, what it does to your cellular water, your mitochondria's water. Remember, your mitochondria makes water. Okay? Your, your body structures water with the intent that you're going to put more good water in, okay? But it can't do that when things are not working, when your sleep is off and all this stuff, okay? So that's it for this section. I will be back with the meme of the week. And I, I mean, Dr. Cruz has written numerous, numerous stuff about obesity and fat and leptin. I will have a section of going over Dr. Cruz's stuff and my feedback on that. But otherwise, I'll check you when I come back for the next section. Mindset matters most, which is why I created Mind Tamer almost a decade ago. Mind Tamer takes you through monthly modules and lessons designed to bring about positive changes and make you stronger, more positive, and more mentally tough, which 
will lead to the life of your dreams and not someone else's hope for your life. Mind Tamer focuses on the sixth positive strengths of physical, nutritional, mental, emotional, awareness, and spiritual. All lessons strive for improving those six strengths. They all tie together to create the improvement warrior and the strongest version of you. Change is ready for you if you are willing. The path is not easy, but a warrior's path never is. You can start your free two-week trial at mindtameronline.com. Continuing on with some stuff I forgot to say. I'm recording now on my camcorder because the internet is out of whack and has been all afternoon. And that's one thing I wanted to talk about was the mindset of obesity, the mindset of fatness, because it's completely different from the mindset of a healthy person. The, I mean, the mindset of a an unhealthy person, like, internet doesn't work, go inside. Okay? Now, most likely, a fat person would not be outside with their desk outside, standing out in a kaniki. That's a mind fuck, a mind file of, hey, society doesn't want me outside, society doesn't want me. Um, Society frowns upon uh, my body, and I'm ashamed of my body. And there's a reason I'm ashamed of my body, because I let myself go for so long. Okay, But more than likely they'd be inside, more than likely they would, you got to, we've got to go inside and we've got to change the mind files. So we inside your brain, inside your mind, you have recollections and memories of every single event even that you've ever experienced even if you have even if you haven't thought about that event like ever okay something may spark you to think about this or think about that but we always have mind files inside of us okay sometimes we don't know how those things are affecting us and affecting our behaviors affecting our um, how we act around others, how we act in our own life, and how we act with our habits, and how we can either destroy our habits or continue to do those same habits. Okay, so like I said, we need to kill the fat motherfucker. We need to kill him. Okay, just like I killed that fat fuck me that depressed me, that anxious me, that suicidal me, I killed him. He's dead. Okay? He doesn't engage in... Well, I wouldn't say anything, but... The habits that I engaged in that made me that way, I don't do nearly as much. I mean, it's probably 10%. Um, I would have to sit down and think about the habits that I used to engage in and all that stuff, but I would say it's less than 10%. And that's the thing that we have to do. We have to 
take those good habits, take a, one good habit, take one bad habit, do the good, and continue to do the good, and take away the bad, and continue to take away the bad. And then we continue to do that until the process is complete. We, they say, they say it's uh, 69 days, it's either somewhere between 67 to 69 days to form a habit. Okay, so if we're forming a good one and we're taking a bad one away, that's two habits. Okay, so that should take 120 days. Okay, maybe you can accomplish both of them inside that 70-day period. Maybe you can. Some people it takes longer. Some people it takes shorter. Okay, so you it may take four months, it may take a year. All right, but we've got life. Life is here. Life is going to come at us. Fire trucks coming. Neighbors are in trouble. Ooh. All right. Well, anyway, so we've got to form those habits, and you've got to have, you've got to form the mindset of a healthy person. That's going to take a lot, a lot of time, especially if you've lived your life, lived decades as a fat person. Okay. So you. You've got to be aware of the decisions that you're making. And we've got to change. Oh, shit. Here comes another one. Here comes a fire truck. <laughs> the firemen get out of their truck with masks on. Oh, they're bringing out the stretcher. Somebody's in big trouble. That mindset. Okay, we've got to be aware. You've got to be... It's completely possible to focus on your thoughts. Focus on what you're thinking. Focus on what you're feeling. Alright, if you need to, take a diary around. Take your phone around. Okay, make sure it's on airplane mode when you're doing it. Um, and just pull up a, a scratch pad on your phone or journal it. How am I feeling? Okay? I just ate this. How am I feeling? Or I ate something better. How am I feeling? Okay? I drank this water, fluoridated water. How am I feeling 30 minutes later, an hour later? I drank spring water. How am I feeling 30 minutes later, an hour later? Okay? It's we've got to be aware. So I'm trying to change my breathing, right? So I'm focusing more on my breathing. It's becoming more conscious rather than unconscious. Because if we let it be... Because if most people let their breath un unconscious, they're going to be mouth breathers. They're going to have problems. They're going to have mouth breathing begets more mouth breathing. Nose breathing strengthens your nose and nasal passage and so you're able to breathe more. Mm -hmm. We have to be aware of what we're doing and the decisions we're making. Other things that you must do is who are you hanging around with? If you're hanging around with just a bunch of fat, overweight, diseased people, sick, unhealthy people, that's going to influence you. 
Now, if you turn that around, you find a bunch of healthy people, okay, and you're the only fat person in the healthy group, okay, you think you're going to make better decisions, okay, you think that's not going to influence you, remember, your environment is a whole bunch of things, so you're, I always say your light environment is more important than the food and exercise you do, okay, but your overall environment includes everything, so it's who you hang out with, it's um, where are you hanging out? Are you outside? Are you inside under blue light? Are you inside under Wi-Fi? Okay. What's your Wi-Fi situation? Did you turn the Ethernet? Did you plug in the Ethernet and turn off the Wi-Fi? That's an environment. Okay. Uh, your rooms. How are your rooms set up? Do you set up a, a sleep habitat? Or do you just go up there and sleep? You don't change anything, you don't do anything. What is your phone situation? How do you carry your phone? Do you put your phone on your head? That's an environment. All these things are different environments and different environments change our mitochondria. Okay? So, you've got to think about basically everything. Alright? What would a healthy person do? Would a healthy person be working and then at a job and basically the thoughts that are coming up, oh my God, I'm so tired, I can't wait to get home and so I can curl up on the TV and watch Netflix and eat cheese curds and Doritos and Cheetos and whatever, okay? That's not what a healthy person would do, okay? Fact is, we've got to take a look at what we do, why we do it, okay? Energy, where's your energy level at? What are we doing about our energy? You've got to fix your energy. Energy is life. Okay? Energy can neither be created nor destroyed. It's simply redistributed. So when you die, all your subatomic they go to where it's needed. So it would go to the grass, it would go to the, the trees, it would go to your computer, it would go to your dog, it would go to your neighbor, it would go to somebody that needs it okay needs to be redistributed all right but if you don't have energy that's the thing we need to focus on to get you back leptin prescription is going to get you the energy that you need if you're not following the leptin prescription and you just continue to continue and continue to follow these stupid shits talking about control your calories control your uh, uh, exercise. Control your calories, exercise more, all that stuff. Okay? Those are the people we need to avoid. Alright? If they're... If you're in a relationship with them, you have a trainer who is... keeps talking about that stuff, tell him you're leaving. Tell him why you're leaving. Fire him. Okay? If he's not getting the job done, you fucking fire him. Same with a nutritionist. Same with a doctor. Okay, if your doctor is simply just prescribing drug after drug after drug and they don't talk to you about changing your lifestyle, you need to fire that doctor. Okay? You need to fire him. And I believe most doctors like that should be fined and sued and lose their license because they're not helping anybody. Okay? But so we need to have a better mindset around our health. 
And if we do not change the mindset, then the body is not going to follow. You're going to you're going to be more prone to be pulled back into your old habits, and that's something we cannot do. Okay. So when you accomplish a goal, you t you put in one good one, take away one bad one. Then we need to do the same again, and then we keep doing the same, and then we keep doing the same, okay, until we kill the fat fuck, we kill him, or her, okay, we just, he's dead, he doesn't exist anymore, now sometimes he will creep up, okay, because I, I, sometimes I don't want to do anything, okay, but that's when you have to realize, is that you? Or who is talking to you? Are you tired or are you... I don't know. Okay? Talk to yourself differently. Okay? Sometimes I force myself to do something. Sometimes I do something that I know is going to help me get energy. I'll go downstairs. I'll jump on the trampoline. I will uh, mobilize. I will foam roll. These are things that give me energy. I'll do a handstand, a headstand. Okay? And sometimes I'll just... Read. Okay? Always feeding the mind. Always doing something. Okay? I would like to know what your habits are where you find yourself being lazy and you don't know how to get out of it. Okay? Let me know. I will try to come up with a solution, come up with something. Go for a walk in the sun. Alright? Uh, go for a walk around your house. Okay? Focus on your breathing. Meditate. Do something. Do something. Be healthy. Okay? There's so many ways to be healthy. It's not funny, but on the flip side, there's even more ways to be unhealthy. Okay? And unfortunately, most people don't know how to not be unhealthy because they're following conventional wisdom. Conventional wisdom kills 80% plus unhealthy. Alright, so, moving on, uh, the meme of the week, let me get my phone. Okay, because we cannot, we cannot go through life being fat and having a disease. Okay, a lot of people, they become their disease, they become just a fat. Okay? And that's who they are. And that's what people recognize. Okay? And that's why they hang out with other fat people. Because it gives them that... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It gives them the... The idea that it's okay to be fat. Okay? I mean, you go out... It, I mean, I'm a minority. Uh, obviously, I'm technically a minority, and I'm also a minority in terms of being healthy, because most of the people are fat, most of the people are sick, okay, even the kids, alright, that's where we have to draw the line, because if you are fat, and if you are a parent, it is your fucking job to help raise that child correctly, raise them so they're able to become an adult, and then raise their 
offspring to help them. Okay? But we're in a stage right now, we're in the sixth extinction. We're in a stage where basically each generation subsequently gets more unhealthy. And it's because we keep fucking passing down unhealthy lifestyles. Okay? So in my family, there's the grandpas and grandmas and one of them was very sick had diabetes but she still engages in the behaviors that got her that and then she passes that down to her grandkids or she passes it down to her kids and grandkids okay and now they're uh, sick and unhealthy and all that stuff okay it starts with you and only you and you wouldn't be listening to the Improvement Warrior podcast if you didn't want to help yourself and help improve your family's health. This is a health, alternative health. I'm not going to tell you to start counting your calories and move more, eat less. It's bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. Okay? And we have to admit when things are fucking bullshit. We have to call on them. Okay? You have to examine everything that's in your head. You have to examine everything you believe. Every dogma that we fucking have, we have to examine it. And it could be wrong. Okay? I was wrong. Telling people to eat six meals a day. Telling people to eat frosted flakes after the fucking workout. Are you, are you kidding me? Okay? Because somebody wrote about it. And somebody that's bigger, stronger than me, okay? more popular and all this stuff but we've got to recognize and we've got to recognize the bullshit artists and we've got to recognize the people who are trying to help people okay focus on your leptin alright the meme of the week alright I'll post it it's a, basically a, a fat person sitting in a chair a recliner holding a looks like a cup of coffee alright so it says Illnesses do not come upon us out of the blue. They are developed from small daily sins against nature. When enough sins have accumulated, illness will suddenly appear. And that is from Hippocrates, which is basically, he's a old-time, I think he's Greek philosopher. He's got a lot of good quotes about nutrition and stuff, but it needs to be updated because he always said, let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. Okay? He lived in a time when there was no non-native EMF. Um, so there's two parts to it. The other part is the master controller of all life is time. When time telling is off in the brain, killer inflammation is the ultimate result. Inflammation leads to all diseases. Bam. So when time telling is off in the suprachiasmatic nucleus, the rest of the clocks go haywire. Okay? This clock has to run better and faster than the other clocks in your body. 19,000, 25,000 clocks. We have a peripheral clock in front of every single one of our genes. Okay? This one needs to run faster. If it gets destroyed, this is our circadian, master circadian clock. Circadian mechanism. If it gets destroyed, you get destroyed. Okay? And that's what the leptin prescription is going to help. Overweight, obesity, fatness, it's going to help reverse that. 
Okay, it's going to help reverse it permanently. It's going to help bring you back to health. Okay, final part of this is the Jack Cruz blog post, or just the Jack Cruz part. Okay, so this is from his blog. It is the CPC number seven, called the Obesity Qualia. I'll link it up in the the show notes. CPC stands for Clinico Pathologic Conference. It's basically what they like seminars and stuff that they set up to teach doctors and med students and all that stuff. Okay. All right. So um, I'm just going to be basically reading the highlighted parts that I have here. The reward theory of obesity. To accept this reward theory, you have to reject an observation that fat humans have made for 200 years with regards to their weight gain and their carbohydrate load, and in turn, blame them directly because their theory has no other outcard to explain the paradox. In EMF2, I have narrowed the scope of inquiry that obesity rises not from the diet or organic brain damage, but from a certain receptor for leptin that controls specialized brain circuits that carry out a particular style of computation using the photoelectric effect as its data set. Scientists, they just are not aware someone else is doing their thinking for them Scientists are trained behaviorists at their core. I realized that I was really getting and staying fat because I was losing electrons and protons for some reason other than my diet. Philosophers and scientists hate thought experiments on the quality of things. They believe it interjects too much subjective sensation and bias. So how can the flux of ions, electric currents, protons, photons, and electrons in the neurons of my brain generate the subjective sensations of fatness, redness, warmth, cold, or pain. By what magic is the matter of your diet transmitted into the invisible fabric of adiposity, feelings or sensation tied to it? The problem is so puzzling to researchers that they simply ignore it. People like me cannot. I am transfixed on it. So this example clearly states the problem of why qualia are thought to be essentially private. They also illustrate why the problem of qualia is not necessarily thought of as a scientific problem. Recall that your scientific description is 100% complete. It is just that your account is incomplete epistemologically because the actual experience of redness is something you will never know. For you, it will forever remain in the domain of a third-person account. Today, this is why obesity researchers are, or this is where obesity researchers are, this is why they have not solved the problem. I use my first and third-person abilities to come up with a solution to obesity for me. How does this example translate to obesity? I believe that we are dealing with two mutually unintelligent languages. 
One language is the nerve impulses, the spatial and temporal patterns of neuronal activity that allows us to become fat. The second language is one that allows us to communicate that we are seeing to others and is naturally spoken like English or French, ratified compressed waves of air traveling between you and the listener. Both languages in the strict technical sense that is are information rich messages that are intended to convey meaning across synapses between different parts of the brain in one case and across the air between two people in the other. The problem is that I can tell you the colorblind super scientist about my qualia of obesity only by using a spoken language. That the ineffable experience itself is lost in translation. The actual adiposity of obesity will remain forever unavailable to you until you suffer the same fate as those in the study. For example, when bariatric surgeons rearrange a human gut who has diabetes and obesity with gastric bypass operation, the patient is cured of diabetes in the recovery room. This is a known surgical and medical fact. You would think this would get people to realize the reward theory of obesity is ludicrous because of this observation alone. If simply rearranging your gut can totally cure type 2 diabetes, there is no way the reward of food is the primordial etiology of obesity. Observations should stimulate our curiosity to destroy thinking that keeps a wrong theory grounded as some real reality to a medical condition. Peter Metawar said reductionism is the belief that a whole may be represented as a function, mathematically speaking, of its constituent parts. The function has to do with the spatial and temporal ordering of the parts and with the precise way in which they interact. The problem for science is they forget this. It is not always easy to know a priori what the appropriate level of reductionism is for any given scientific problem. This is especially true for obesity and diabetes research today. Just read what the reward theorists say here. It is never the carbs that make you fat. You just eat too many calories and you burn too little because you do not move enough with exercise. And when the obese eat less and exercise more, the researchers will blame the obese and say, you did not reduce intake enough and you did the wrong kinds of exercise. That is really what they and exercise researchers have come up with in 120 years in our obese world. Just as any fat person, I know first and third hand because I live both of those realities. When the obese employ the obesity researchers prescription, it rarely works. The obese know they have eaten very small portions of calories and exercised themselves to death in order to lose weight multiple times, yet most still remain obese. The truth is, obesity is a quantum disease that dramatically alters quantum signaling that occurs on their inner mitochondrial membrane. The change leads to a dramatic change in current on the inner mitochondrial membrane due to changes in subatomic distance in proteins of cytochromes that alter vibrational resonance. This makes us very energy inefficient. The changes in protein conformation diminishes energy transfers by altering bond lengths in angstroms. When energy transfers are diminished, people have to eat more 
to offset the change in the angstrom distances in the cytochrome complexes found on their inner mitochondrial membrane. The conformational changes lead to protein folding errors in the proteins that couple oxidative phosphorylation to the correct metabolic and environmental signals is lost or becomes very inefficient. The folding errors increase the subatomic lengths of bonds in the chemistry of molecules. One thing scientists are correct about, obesity is not a disease of carbohydrates, excess protein or excess of dietary fat or excess insulin. It is a metabolic process to limit collateral damage from a loss of energy transfer in the cell. It is tied to not being able to correctly tell time any day of any season of any year. Obesity is tied to an inability of the brain to process the proper amount of photons and electrons in the body in all places it matters, specifically in the hypothalamus, essentially throwing off energy balance between our semiconductors, our inner mitochondrial membrane, and our leptin receptor. The obese never get the correct signal from their metabolism or the environment to tell what the energy balance status really is in their fat cells. Because they cannot decipher this message correctly, they are losing photons and electrons to their environment because of a lack of proper quantum tunneling and quantum time. They have the sense and perception that they must eat more to improve the current of flow over their altered inner mitochondrial membrane that now leaks like a sieve because of the altered chemical bond lengths. This is also why obesity is linked to all diseases of aging. Obesity and diabetes are two circles of a Venn diagram in this enigma. That much is crystal clear. Where they intersect is the key to solving the puzzle. To solve it takes systems thinking, to solve it takes systems thinking, not reductive science by itself. At the core of this intersection is where mitochondrial inefficiency issues live. When you ask yourself the wrong questions, you solve the wrong problems. Human beings never think for themselves, they find it too uncomfortable. For the most part, members of our species simply repeat what they are told because upset and become upset if they are told if they are exposed to a different view. Other animals fight for territory or food, but uniquely in the animal kingdom, human beings fight for beliefs. We fight for beliefs more than we fight for food or water. Okay? So when you ask the wrong questions, you solve the wrong problems. The better you know, the better you do. Okay? So food, not the primary cause of obesity. When we hold on to an idea about fatness, about obesity, that's when we get stuck. And we continue to get stuck. We need to be we always need to be satisfied. Satisfied with where we are, but always striving for more. Be a, a satisfied striver. Okay, it's something I learned from the the Brendan Bouchard book, the High Performance Habits. Okay, and so. The, the unsatisfied are the ones who are unhappy and we can only be happy now that's one thing and I believe if you have a disease you're not going to be truly happy because you don't know what true health is and true health 
I believe is the only thing that can lead to happiness, to ultimate happiness. Okay? Because with health, you're able to do what God or evolution or whoever you believe in, you're able to do what you, what you can with the body. You're able to fully express the body. Okay? And I believe we were meant to express the mind and we were meant to express the body. They are one. They are whole. And spirit as well. Okay? All of those are encompassing things that change us and make us better. Okay? So, be satisfied with where you are, but never, never stop striving. And the only time that we, the only time we can make our future better is right now, in the present. So the actions that you take right now, that's going to make the future better, or it's going to make the future worse. You get to decide. So, you really do get to decide. So, that's it for this podcast. Let me know what you thought. Remember, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And, yeah, subscribe if you're not subscribed yet. Appreciate any feedback. Appreciate any questions. All that stuff. And health coaching is open. Light challenge is open. The leptin webinars. Everything will be in the show notes. Check them out. And start changing your life. Uh, if you are fat you want to work on that and you want to get rid of it permanently let's talk okay let's talk but otherwise so if you are fat or overweight or obese or whatever you call yourself I mean call it what it is it's fat if you want to get rid of that permanently let's talk I've got lots of things that can help you some are free, some are paid. Hey, but the thing is, you need a coach. You need someone who is going to not bullshit you, and we're going to get you healthy. That's what we want to do. So, that's you. Let me know. Otherwise, have a great day. Stay strong. Stay positive. Be the improvement warrior. If you would like to support this podcast and my other content creation ventures, please visit me on Patreon to become a patron of the Improvement Warrior podcast. The podcast may be free for you, but it definitely is not free for me. So even if it is just a $1 pledge, a $3, or $50, I would greatly appreciate it. Plus, my patrons are going to have say in upcoming episodes, upcoming topics, first dibs on future Q&A podcasts, what future guests to have on, as well as some other Patreon-only type stuff. Just search on Patreon for Improvement Warrior. It will also be listed in the show notes, and you can become a donor to the show, or you can check out the other services that I have there on as well. Thank you in advance. 34-Day Light Challenge. Your light environment is more important than the food you eat and the exercise you do. The world needs more light gurus and less food ones. This path requires that you suspend the belief that to get healthy, all you have to do is change your diet and start exercising. This is a half-truth that is missing the other half. 
The other half is the reason why we are in the middle of multiple disease epidemics. The 34-day light challenge is not a nutrition or exercise challenge. This challenge will teach you all you need to know about the health habits in regards to light, natural, and artificial that will put you on your path to optimal. Mitochondria is our powerhouse of the cell, and if it goes bad, then it doesn't matter what you do in terms of nutrition, exercise, supplements, drugs, doctor visits, yada yada yada. Until you fix the mitochondria, your health will suffer. Think of it as an engine of your car. Do you get more scared when the service engine light comes on or the low fuel light comes on? You probably have seen the low fuel light many times before. Maybe you are one who actually ran out of gas. But when that engine light comes on, it's a big, uh-oh, what's wrong and how much is this going to cost me? When your engine breaks, the fuel you put in makes no difference at all. The 34-day light challenge is going to help you fix your engine. Register today at improvementwarriorfitness.com slash light challenge.